What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 182 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley's Scale Modeling. You know what I was hey. thinking? I'm, I'm sad now. What? Because Why would you be sad? It's Christmas time. Well, you know, I don't really get excited for Christmas anymore. I do. I mean, it's eh, it's great. I'm going to again. I too. mean, it's great. Let me just say, uh, it's great. All right. No, I don't you know. You should be excited as hell. You have two kids. No, no, that's not what I meant. I'm excited for them, but it's just like the whole lead up to it and like, oh, it's like. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck that. I'm, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We're 35 seconds in and we've already dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I, no, I, mean, I shouldn't I, say it that way. No. You know what? I'm tired of every year saying the same stuff over and over again, saying, oh, you know, the, the hype up. and blah, blah, blah. You know what? So what? We work hard all year long. Let's enjoy it with our Actually, this is the first time. The this is the first time ever that I've taken off the whole week between Christmas and New Year's. So and That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it is, it is a lot of hype and... And commercialism and all that, but so, so whatever. We yeah. can't change that. You can ignore it. We might as well enjoy it. Right. You can just ignore the commercialism of it. Right. Exactly. But but that's not why it's, I'm sad. That's not it. why I'm sad though. You you kind of hijack. So why it. are you sad? Sorry. I'm sad because my favorite time of year is ending. All right. College football. <laughs> Me too. And Me we're too, we're gonna man. get the sports stuff out of the way first, and then we're gonna do the. All right. I don't know. I just want. I have one sports statement, and then we're gonna. I really start... don't have anything for sports right I now. I got one quick one. Yeah. I, I you, we were talking about this earlier, and you said you knew you wouldn't agree with me. Okay. Or I wouldn't agree with you, but I'm happy that Austin Stogner is transferring back to Oklahoma. Okay. And a lot I'll of people here aren't going to really know or care about Austin Stogner, but I know. But the transfer portal. Let me let me let me just give you my opinion of it real quick, and then we this okay. will be the only sports for this little five minute clip, and then we'll All talk right. about modeling. Okay. By the way, stock up on Cheez Its, Dad, because we're going to be eating some Cheez Its during that bowl game. No problem. I can do that. Maybe I'll make cheese. They're not really. They're actually kind of inexpensive. Maybe I'll make something crazy like, um, like cheese it wings or cheese it crusted something. (laughs) Cheese it crusted. As as the rest of you can guess, if you don't follow, (laughs) Oklahoma Sooners had a horrible six and six record. They made it to the Cheese It Bowl. uh, Woo! We're going to the Cheese It Bowl. Bring me on some Cheese Its, baby. Because Florida State. Anyhow, there's a, where Brett's going to go with this is there's a player last year that transferred when things were bad at the university with the coaching change and everything else. He tra- He's a tight end, and he transferred out of Oklahoma. He's a great tight Oklahoma end. In the transfer pool. He's a, what's that? He's a good tight end. He's a good tight end, yes. And he transferred out and went to where he thought would be greener pastures at South Carolina, University of South Carolina. And the real USC. Team. The real USC. The real USC, correct. <laughs> and then he um, he went there, and now the season ends, and he goes back into the transfer portal, and he's and Oklahoma picks him back up again. I guess he wanted to come to Oklahoma. Wouldn't you not, though? Well, of course. Who wouldn't want to come right. there? But the fact that My- what bothers me the most is – he, 
it wasn't good enough for him when the chips were down, and now it's so, okay. He wants to come back. He followed now, his. He followed his. But he, he followed his buddy. And I like him. He followed yeah. his buddy, which was Spencer Rattler. Right. And played there. And I think, you know, here's my philosophy on this. And I, I won't go, we won't spend more than a couple, you know, a couple minutes on this. These schools and the way the coaches treat the universities and the way the coaches treat the job now mm-hmm. is different. So if the coaches can, on a whim, just get up and do whatever they want. Why can't the players? Well, because players are students. Right, but if I was a student at any school, I could transfer wherever I wanted mul- multiple times. But it's a non-paying job. And the other ones are, the coach's job is a paying job. Yeah. Just saying. Well, here, here's my whole thing. I'm happy he's back in Oklahoma. I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna. I am too. I guess I'm fine with that. My thing is, if he, I don't like the way the transfer portal is used. Maybe you should be given one chance to transfer to another school, and after that, I mean that would that would cause kids to think about it. Right, and you can go to you can go to as many schools as you'd like. Okay, and transfer as much as you want. Any student can do that. Lose you lose your eligibility after your first transfer. That's right. A student athlete can do one transfer. That's it. He can't just keep jumping from team to team to team. And, you know, in this case, team to team and then back to team. So my thing is, this kid's 21, 20, 21. Yep. Maybe he realized. Probably not. Maybe he realized. Probably 19. I think he's a junior. Yeah, he is a junior. I guess he's he's probably 20. He's 21, 20. But. Mm -hmm. Maybe he realized, you know, hey, I made a mistake. I really want to. I really like what what Venables is doing. I I, I like the plan. I should have stayed. Uh, I regret it. I want to come back and play in front of my old crowd. I miss the school. I miss my friends there. I want to come back. Okay. And who, and like, I how do you that. fault? And I get. And you that. can't pin these decisions on twenty year olds. Right, and I understand. I made that. some dumb we choices made... at twenty. You made some dumb choices at twenty. I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I made a dumb choice at 25. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but hey, that was the same age I had my first daughter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is. Anyways, um, but yeah, I don't think you can hold it against these kids. They're young. They want to, you know, they make, make decisions that are, you know, they realize they regretted later, and you never know. You, I, I think. If they didn't leave on bad terms and, and and shit on the college they left, I think they should be able to come back. Yep. So hey, whatever. Okay. It's not my we're choice. Done with that. Not my choice Moving to make. On. Get some cheese its baby. We're gonna go to the we're going to the cheese it bowl. And we're gonna watch it's bowl season. We're gonna have a lot of fun with bowl season. I okay, so that's moving on to modeling. All right, let's do some modeling talk. We got all that sports crap out of the way. Oh, also, yeah. one last sports statistic that's fun. It's a fun one. All right. Alexander Ovechkin is 99 goals away from breaking Wayne Gretzky's record. <laughs> that is a good one. He's 90. He's one Wayne Gretzky away. Yeah. Isn't that weird? He's Wayne no, Gretzky's number. He's Wayne Gretzky's number away from breaking Wayne Gretzky's record. Wayne Gretzky's record. Yep. And and he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Yeah. I agree. So and and yeah, and I think I, he's, he will. Are you still up for like a? 
that during that week uh, between New Year's and yeah, Christmas. Yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about that. All yeah. right. All right. We'll talk about that. Anyways, cool. All right, let's move on to some modeling talk. I got a couple updates. Um, I didn't really do much on my buildings, but uh, I was working on some rocks. Um, we can touch on that. Uh, I know you got a yeah. lot done with the... Um, with I your... got all kinds of crazy stuff done here. Dude, so, your kit yeah. is like... <laughs> your kit... That, I mean, your whole little diorama thing you're making that you're going to plug into the layout here... Yeah. Um. Is... Sorry, I'm distracted by this lady announcing the awards on ESPN. I got it on my TV. They have <laughs> this lady's wearing like the shortest silver tight silver dress, and I'm not trying to be gross, a- but like I can't. I got to turn the TV off. <laughs> anyways, so, anyways, <laughs> so my bad, my diorama. bad, guys. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? I lost my train of I'm thought. A diorama. Yeah, your diorama. Um, you ever seen that show, Cake Boss? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're sh- <laughs> when you see the cross section of all the foam and everything <laughs> that you're putting on your diorama, it reminds yeah. me of Cake Boss because it's like <laughs> it's like all, all these layers of foam cake <laughs> stacked up together. I didn't, I didn't coordinate that very well, did I? It's no. Pink. It's green. It's pink. It's green. It's pink. There's a there's one inch of green, two inch two inch piece of uh, pink foam. A three one-inch pieces of green foam, two two-inch pieces of pink foam, <laughs> and then the top two layers are two inches of green foam. <laughs> two two one-inch pieces of green foam. It's, uh, it's the most goofy thing. It's like a Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, it's like Neapolitan, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, mint chocolate like, chip. It's like now, mint. What's mint... going to happen there? Yeah. It's like mint and uh, strawberry ice cream mixed, mixed together. Right. Once I complete this, okay... And I put the, uh, and I get this, where I'm at, well, I'll get to that point. But once I get this done, and I get the things needed to be done, then on the sides, that pink, uh, I went out and I bought um, foam board, black foam board. Okay, so what I'm going to do with the black foam board is I'm going to cut it to the exact contour of the, um, of each side. And then glue it on so all you'll see is black and then the contour yeah see what i'm saying it'll cover all that pink and green foam now on the one side on the front it will not have that because it's going to go flush up against the, the layout so it'll blend right in the layout then we'll cover it as lines well it really isn't even going to be a line on the front because it matches up with a bridge that goes over the water and a road that goes down the side so it's not really even going to need much line work on that. The other side, on when you're facing the front of it, okay, where the where the waterfall will be, um, and all the rock on the front. On the front side, when you're facing it on the on the right side of it, there's going to be more layout there. It's going to match that, and it's going to be high like that, and then come downhill towards the towards the front of the layout. Okay. So in that on that side, I'm not going to cover that either because it's going to have a scenery that's going to match up to that. Right, right. Uh, as well. But for photographic pur- purposes when I'm done porpoises, for photographic <laughs> for, purposes. I never met a photographic purpose. Well, most of them are photogenic. But anyhow, most um, of them are um, afraid of photos, I think. Actually, they're kind of ugly. 
When you think of a porpoise, it's kind of ugly. It's not like a dolphin. A dolphin's a pretty animal. I'm going to look up what a ugly. porpoise looks like. A porpoise has kind of got more of a bottly nose and kind of a funky front no- front head thing going on there. It's like a like a like a like it got hit in the head with a hammer. It's got the beanie in the front. It's weird. Look at the porpoise. I'm looking it Anyhow. up. Oh, uh, you know what? It's so, cute. It's not. It's not like a dolphin. It's multi. It's a multi porpoise animal. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just spit laughing. <laughs> that was the gorgeous shit we've ever done on this. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> <laughs> oh so shit! Anyways, you know what? Anyways, it's like a dolphin ran really. F- it's like a dolphin swam full speed into a boat <laughs> in the side of a freight liner. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like this flat face thing. Oh my god. So, so I'm sorry for the bad uh, joke, guys. It's good. It's it served its purpose. So, <laughs> uh, well, this episode anyhow. quickly went south. <laughs> so we're going to. Uh, anyways, that side. <laughs> that side, I'm not going to put it up. But when I when I take photos. Uh, of this thing before I install it, um, I'm probably gonna take it out in the natural sunlight and then. And, and... <laughs> I can't stop. I'm looking at ant pictures of porpoises and I can't. Stop. I gotta turn. I gotta shut my screen down because I can't. I can't look at porpoises now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. So anyhow, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put that uh, that facade on the side of all of it just to on all four sides just for the photograph part and then after that I'll, I'll peel those two sides or pop those two sides off i might maybe velcro them on or something i don't want to i don't want to glue it because i don't want to peel it all off and and screw it up but we're going to uh yeah we're going to cover that just for the photographs and such and then after that um we'll leave those two we'll peel we'll take that side those sides off and and match it up with the rest of the layout however on the back side and the right and the, and the left side, those sides are going to be covered with the blackboard all the time. Mm-hmm. So you don't see. And when we finish the other half of that section, it's going to butt up against it. The one that's not fit, we didn't even start yet. <clears throat> we will put on the back side of that, we will also put blackboard as well. And we're going to do that with the rest of the layout, too, all the way down the side. Uh, once we're done, we're yeah. going to put that. Board. I'm going to get that. Because it's cheap as hell. And I'm just going to run it all around the layout. To match up our contours of our of our scenery, so the landscape. Yeah. So yeah, it's coming along. I mean, it's been busy, man. I mean, you gotta keep in mind when I started this. I started this shit in the spring, and I'm still working it. I mean, when you're when you're talking about time built with with the structures and and those types of things. I mean, the the structure part, obviously, uh, that took time, and then now. I've been working with this diorama itself in, through the summer and now into this. The summer, not not quite as much until late summer. But then I started, you know, doing the stones and rocks, and you know, it's a little bit of time. And uh, there's a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm getting done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're getting done. I am. I'm getting. I'm getting to the point where I'm going. You know what? It's starting to get done. Yeah. And. and I, and I have, like, I'm starting to put, I got the roads down. Um, rocks are obviously done. 
I'm putting trees and and um, bushes and shrubs and grass and all that stuff uh, into it. Um, and then, of course, um, made some new trees. Made some trees that I bought. I bought these funky looking wire brush trees that must have been a million years old down at uh at tommy gilbert's he had a bunch of them there in his shop and they look like like charlie brown they all look like charlie brown's christmas trees all they must have been ancient and they were losing all their all their <laughs> flocking on them right yeah so i bought them at first to because they looked like they were just dead trees you know dying trees and uh, or you know trees you know not doing too well and mix them in with the other pines because they're pines and then i got to looking at a video that had hal reynolds on it It was done by doug doug well i think it was dave frary doug and hal reynolds on the video on youtube and um about easy scenery and they had hal on there making this um wire brush pine trees and uh and then he i believe it was him and he said something on there on the video about you know using uh you can use static grass on this or maybe it was another another person's video on the wire brush trees but i was like you know what i'm gonna try i'm gonna try the static grass and flock it on with the the that you know that you know that stuff from woodland scenics in the, the the stuff in the tub, in the plastic what shaker tub? Yeah, it's in like the mo- the Parmesan cheese containers. Right, <clears throat> right. That, those. Yeah. Now they're that stuff in there. They make longer stuff, okay, in smaller bags. Mm-hmm. But the stuff in those containers, that's only like two and three millimeter tiny shit. Right, right. right. And when you put it down, it looks like a freaking golf course. You know, because it's <laughs> right. too fine. Right. You know what I mean? It looks it's too fine. It looks too like perfect. It looks like a perfect yard. It doesn't work for me. Speaking so of I don't really Speaking use of perfect it, yeah. yards, I have an idea. I've been thinking about it for a little while. Uh-huh. And this would be perfect for that. Do you think somewhere on our layout we could carve in a little baseball or football field? Yeah. On like, yeah, we could do that. I, I, I think it'd be cool. I Not even like we were just talking about football. And it's not even for that. But like what little town wouldn't have somewhere like a little Sandlot style baseball field? I think we, we have in? to go baseball field. Otherwise, you're talking about a 100-yard football field. Well, yeah, no. I, no, that's, that's, that's fine. That's scenery. fine. But it'd be cool to put in like a little – it wouldn't even take much work. We have the dirt. We have the yeah. we have that fine grass. like. Why don't, yeah. Let's put in like a little sandlot style baseball field, like tucked in between a couple buildings. I have the perfect spot for it now that I ripped out that area and put some rocks down. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll talk about that next. But wouldn't it be cool to put in like a little uh, a little backyard baseball field in? Yeah, with like some some old chain link fence around. I got the perfect material like for yeah. chain link fence. Perfect. Yeah, I have an old window yeah. screen that I used to cut yeah, up and I make know. fencing we did that out before of. Before one time. Yeah. All right, back on track. I think we got to put a little tiny little baseball field in somewhere. Actually, near one of the little churches we have would be cool. Not yeah. not your big cathedral church, the two little smaller churches that I have. Right. Because, you know, there's around even in my area here, some of the old smaller churches that are rural have little baseball fields off the side of them. Yeah. I grew up on a baseball field behind a church. That's where you so, that's where 
That's not where he lived, guys. He he spent a lot of time there. <laughs> yeah, I grew up playing ball. I grew up playing baseball. Okay. No, I know. I... Anyhow, so these trees, I bought them and I tried to flock them with this. With the, uh, I used this stuff on it, thinking, you know what, they might be short enough to make really cool looking pine needles. Right. And sure enough, I sprayed them with hair, cheap ass hairspray. That Aquanet stuff. By the way, that stuff is awesome. Uh, it's recommended it, it, by anyone that still has a perm and modelers. Yeah. Right. And so I sprayed it with the Aquanet. And then hey, you're contributing to the hole in the ozone layer. Uh, whatever. And um, don't we not even going there? So then I I ran the static grass applicator on it, and it stuck on real nice and looked like real pine needles. And I'm looking at them right now. That they're they're awesome. So then I got into that. I I got into it right. So I'm like. And then I spray, sprinkle a little bit on, and I sprayed it again and put, turn them upside down and, and sprinkled it the other direction with a static grass applicator. So I get some underneath the branches, and it turned out real good. And then I was happy. I did. I had maybe a dozen of them that I bought from him up there, and he had like, he had like hundreds of them for sale up there. So I like, I got a great idea. I'm going up and buying a whole pile of that stuff from him. So I don't have to make the wire brush things because that looked like a big pain in my butt. Yeah. And then, and then I went and got the wire. I got these trees from him that were like ancient from somebody else's old layout. <laughs> you said they were breaking. And, yeah. They, well, they weren't breaking. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They weren't, weren't breaking. They were made of wire. They weren't, they weren't breaking. They were losing their shit on the on the branches. So the flocking, the old flocking. They were naked. They used. It was, yeah, it was, but it was like that flocking crap that they put on. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know old. It's like old, the, the old, the, old flocking. They it's used the default looking in. woodland scenics stuff. The old. It's stuff. not even that. It's not even that. It's older than that. It's like sawdusty shit. Anyhow, whatever. It's like stuff they used to use years ago for flocking. I know what you're talking about. Back before you were born. It's the same stuff Anyhow. that they put on that giant mat you could roll out. Yeah, that kind of stuff, like sawdust or whatever. Anyway, whatever it was. It's all falling off. So this is perfect. I went out and got like 115 of these trees and uh, brought them back. And I have to I have to do them all, but they're going to be for our layout so we can put them all over the place. They look real. Yeah. You know, so um, now that I did it this way. So anyways, I've been doing those with the trees, mixing them in with some um, already made trees that I had bought. And uh, I had some Woodland Scenic um, conifers that I'm going to. Uh, in a kit that I had to assemble and things like that. I don't know if I'm going to put any on this one, but I'll have them for our layout. Um, so I've been working with all that, the grass, the bushes, the, all that stuff. And it's really coming to life pretty much, um, liking that. And on the backside now, I'm starting to work with the water, and there'll be more on that coming up. The, the water, the stream going underneath. Remember I painted it green and sent you a picture? Yeah, and you said you weren't, you weren't very, uh, you were like, eh, about it. Yeah. The so color. What I did, well, it's gone now. So what I did was I repainted it in the base of the bottom. This is the bed of the river that's going in the backside, right? And um, I painted that base of that river um, a, I was watching a Kathy, uh, Kathy Millett um, video on hers of a of a river that she did next to a mill it was awesome beautiful by the way and she did some really cool stuff with it but she painted the bottom of hers this um um 
raw umber color. Okay, like a like a off like a like a like a shady hazy brown color. Yeah. And um so I put I did that because it's going to make it look like an actual stream. When you look at a stream around here, you the brown. see the stream, it looks brown. <laughs> I mean, the yellow breaches, even though it's called the yellow breaches, but um you know, all these streams and rivers and stuff around here, the water looks brown, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Hers looked like ours out here. So I was like, I'm I'm doing it like that, you know. Now, obviously, the river on where this is going to connect to, on the other one, is like a greenish color. But it's a slow moving area. That's why it's greenish, right? That's it's slowed down through there. It's like still, it's not rushing water through the through my thing, except for on that one side where the waterfall is. But then it's not green until it settles down again. So what I'm doing here on the front side of the river, I painted the bed of that where it ends off the waterfall in the brown in the Did you uh, know that the umber, Did you know that the yellow blended green into it? Did you know that the Yellow Breaches Creek was also it's also known as the Kalapatskink Creek? No, I did not know that. Now you know. Or care. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so I I had the I had I'm going to do something different with the rivers. Um, the rushing whitewater stuff. Yeah. Um, and off the waterfalls on her video, she used something called Woodland Scenics um, snow, soft flake snow. So I went down to the station in New Cumberland. Uh, That's two still days open. Ago. Yep. Dang. And I bought, I bought Woodland Scenics uh, soft. Is it still the same snow? Yes. Okay. And that's, that's all, all I'm saying that's, about it. That's all I have. So, th- 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 you've answered every every question I have about it. That's it. <laughs> it's not a topic for skill <laughs> mileage, no. and I'm done with that. That's so all you have to say. No. Nope. So next, they have Woodland Scenic products. <laughs> Anyhow, so I bought it because I didn't want to drive all the way down the mainline hobby, and it closes at five, and I get out of work at three thirty. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go down there. Anyhow, I got this. So I got this stuff because Kathy used it on her video. And I told her I'm going to do this. By the way, I wrote to her, and she she got she got back with me as well, and uh, said she's uh, excited to see this thing all finished. But um, the uh, the waterfalls that she did, she mixed it with a like a, a glue mix, and and water, and mixed this snow into a little dish cup, and then spread it out, and it it looks like foam. Uh, she, you ever see her water thing she did with the boats? Yes. Okay, this is how she did it. Okay, so I went and got the stuff, and I'm gonna make my waterfalls look like that. So I'm gonna try and make them look like that. I'm not saying I'm gonna make it look like that. That's a I tall. That's a I'm tall, gonna practice it on something else. That's a tall statement, man. That's right. So I, I'm gonna practice it on something off my thing to make sure it works. I'm not just throwing this shit on there, you know. And my my luck, my my skill won't be as good as hers. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I don't want to ruin this thing. So I'm gonna practice it, and then I'm gonna try it onto the. Uh, if if it goes good, I'm gonna try it onto this. But I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it because um, if you get a chance and go look at her rubber river, uh, she made a river out of rubber material. It's kind of like uh, the. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, like resin. I'm going to use resin. Yeah. But she used some kind of rubber river that she made with some kind of rubber material for her water. It's clear. Yeah. And it's absolutely beautiful. I'll get the same result with the resin. 
but when you get a chance, go check out that video, Brett, or anybody else, and look at it. It's next to a stone mill, and it's absolutely gorgeous what she's done with it. And that's, that's what I'm going for here off these waterfalls. So hopefully I'll be able to pull that off. Um, so I'm getting to that point. And then all the rest I have to do will be your little details, like, like you know, metal castings and vehicles and people. Yeah. And then I'll be done. And I'll be done. That's the tedious stuff, but it's fun because you're starting to add a, a story. <clears throat> it goes quick. It goes quick. Yeah. You know? I painted Just some like people this. the other night, by the way. Huh? I painted. Some... Oh, I saw that. Well, I did yeah. the one that I sent you the picture of. It's like a guy running down the street with his tie flapping around his yeah. coat. Yeah. But then I did a uh-huh. lady with a kid like crossing the street. And I did a couple other like just generic people that you could stick anywhere. Yeah, that's cool. We need to find I, some... I like doing the people. I have to get back into it. I love when I was. I, I painted. To, I think I, I did. This. I did four people. It was three sets, but the one set yep. had two people holding hands. And oh. um, doing those the other night, it was about a week ago or so. Um, doing those, painting those people was fun because, like, I don't know, man. Like, you take those prizer figures and they they're gray and they're they're boring. But when you paint them up, even though we're not going into too much detail, like you're yeah. you're bringing them to life a little bit. Yeah, I lo- I love working with them. I love painting people. Yeah, they're fun. Me too. And a couple of people commented on the person that I posted that I painted and mm-hmm. were, were like debating what the manufacturer was. There was a couple of different suggestions. They were prizer figures. Almost all of ours are prizer figures except for those yeah, ones. I bought, <laughs> I, I bought like 500 prizer figures. You I bought painted. enough for the layout. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but uh, there were some people on there debating what they were. And they're all pri- – if you see me posting a painted person, it's a prizer figure. Uh-huh. So – so, I don't know if I'm gonna paint. I don't know if I'm gonna paint the ones that have like the German um, German Umfa band people. <laughs> I was just gonna say we have some weird like. Some of them are like they're they like. Come with it. You don't really get a choice. If we were if we were gonna put an Oktoberfest on it, we'd have plenty of people for that. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 other than that, there are I'd say probably. 80 or 90 percent of them are just common day. You can put them anywhere, right. and the other 10 yeah. percent are like. I don't think that fits our, our American <laughs> style layout. Um, right. I mean, we should so, yeah, we should at. probably still pi- find one of those like um, you know one of those people and uh, and put them out in front of like one of the bars just as a funny gag. But yep. oh, and for one of our listeners, Lynn, I will be using finally the sage brush that you Woo-hoo! sent me. We're going to work. I'm going to try and make a tree or two with that. Uh, for this diorama, and you'll be happy to know that. I'm also going to use a piece of that as a piece of deadfall in the river. I used so, it, I used some of it as deadfall on the, one of the hillsides I made. Uh-huh, yep. So, um, But I plan to make some trees out of it. I'm going to uh, venture into that finally. Look, I, I, we do appreciate that you sent it to us, and we have a, I have a big bag full of it here. Uh, but... Um, you know, we haven't been to that point yet in the, in our modeling well, now where, we we've are. Added, where we've been adding trees, and now we're to the point where we're about ready to start adding trees and, and foliage and you know, scenery bushes, that type of thing. Not just to this one I'm building, but to our layout. And uh, yeah. we're at that point where we can do that now. Speaking and, of, um, yeah. I have um, – can I talk about my rocks? Yes, let's get to it. All right. Enough so, of my stuff for now. Yeah, that's fine. So um, – 
my rocks that I did, we have a section that lies across the tracks from the terminal kit that I I did. That had, it was weird. You know what I'm talking about. It had a couple different step downs. It was like a weird stepped area. But because because sure. because of the steps were so weird with the the scenery, the underlying foam that we put down, like I, we really couldn't figure out what to do with it. So I actually just cut it all out and put a ton of rocks in. Um, uh-huh. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to cover a lot of the rock top, the tops of the rocks you see with dirt and 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 um, green like greenery, like uh, some grass, but. Yeah. I'm going to turn it into just like a basically, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a little cove or um, gully that you would have where they really couldn't develop it because they hit bedrock and they just they dug it out and they left it there. Yeah. Um, you see a lot of that in the Northeast where, you know, a, a sharp decline in a hill is exposed over years and years of development or just weathering, like not weathering, but um, erosion. Where these big yeah. rocky hillsides are exposed, so right. I'm just gonna leave it that way. And actually, um, I'm gonna put a drain pipe out the side of the top of the one like steeper part, right? And have it be like, imagine use your imagination. It would be like city runoff that they just piped into this little, you know, cove that they couldn't really work with, and it's just gonna be city runoff. I'll put a little water trickle down through it, but almost like where the storm drains in a in it. City infrastructure would just drain into that basin then. Yeah. Yeah. So. That would be cool. I'll do that. I think beside the tracks, I'm going to add a little bit of hillside scenery and put a little, like, uh, water pond slash spillway out in there. the track. What's that? You said tracks like we have plural. Yeah. Well, we have the thing that cuts through the center. (laughs) I know. But the part that cuts through the center there, the figure eight part of it, will be... um, I'll put a little pond or something beside it so like the, the storm water would drain out into a, a spillway or like a not a spillway but like a retention pond kind of thing. Right. Okay. So it'll fill that area, but then I think that's where my baseball field could go. Yeah. So but I did I picked up more plaster of Paris. Um by the way, Home Depot and Lowe's, you can't get the giant plastic tub of plaster of Paris around our area. Yeah. I could not find it for the life of me. Oh. I told you what to get. You go to Ho- you go to Hobby Lobby. Okay, but I had a Lowe's. This. I had a Lowe's gift card. Oh, okay. Well, it comes now. Well, you go ahead. It Are comes you talking to- about sculpt the mold? It- nope. I had to order sculpt the mold online because nobody has those- has it in their stores. Hobby Lobby, Michaels, yeah. Joanne. Fabrics. I remember this discussion we from Joanne Fabrics online. I remember this discussion a little bit ago. You had found a, p- a product at Hobby Lobby that was comparable. It is. It's a. It's a plaster. It's in their plaster section. It's called Perfect Plaster or something like that. It's right down here. Let me grab the bag. How much was it? It's. It's eight dollars, and it comes with. Get this. How many pounds is what you bought? I bought two two-pound containers. How much was a two-pound container? Well, if I had not used my gift card, my out-of-pocket cost would have been seventeen bucks. Okay. This is seventeen dollars for four pounds. Eight pounds for eight dollars, and it's awesome. So you're getting a dollar per pound. I if if I had paid cash out of pocket, yeah, and didn't have my Lowe's gift card, it would have been what like 
like over. Just, I'm done with it. It'd have been like it'd have been like four fifty a pound. You could have just came over and picked it up because I'm finished with it. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I even Whatever. Have a, I have a bag, of, half a bag of scotch. I didn't pay all. for it outright. I had a gift I card. Know. It was a, I. I had won a gift card in a, in a contest. It was a Lowe's right, gift card. Right. I get. I get it. I so get I went and got two packs. So what did you two, end up getting? A dap. I got the dap, but they only sell it in the milk carton containers now. Isn't that ridiculous? I cannot. I, I even asked her. I was like, I right. last time I bought this, I bought it in a tub, and she goes, Oh yeah. Check we, your email. She goes. Check we, your email. Stephen Hayward. I know. He sent it today. I saw it. There is a... I sent that today. I replied back to him. Uh, you're on that. Yeah. He sent it back a couple... He sent it a couple days back or a week ago. Yeah. Anyways, he sent a thing about plaster and it has a link on there um, for like 25 pounds of plaster for a really good price. Yeah. Now, here's the downside. What the shit am I going to do with 25 pounds of plaster? Maybe if we were building the Rocky Mountains. Well, you'll see his see the photos that are on there. You see well, how much plaster. I mean, he, he needed to obviously do this. no, 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 no. Now, yeah. for our listeners, Stephen need Stephen probably needed fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of he has a lot of layout. So. Yeah, maybe we should email Stephen see if we. And it's if, good. It was, it, what he did was awesome. We should so. email Stephen back and see if he doesn't mind if we share those pictures because they were incredible. Well, yeah, maybe that might that'd be a bad idea. And then also, well, you can do that. I wrote to him today. We should get him uh, back then, on. Huh? We should get him back on. We can. Yeah. Remember that first yeah, time we regardless, interviewed? maybe share that link for other people. For, I will. For the I'll, I'll, I'll put that link on here. Yeah. The link will be in the show description or um, on our website okay. as well. Cool beans, dude. As a side note, remember when? Um, I want to get back into my rocks real quick. Remember when we had Steven on the first time? Yeah. And he was our first guest. Uh huh. And. Uh, and uh, we had to redo the entire episode. Oh, yeah. He was the most patient <laughs> man I've ever met. He was. He was. <laughs> Thank God. Because, yeah. Stephen, you're He's a saint. He's patient with us. Stephen was a saint that, that weekend. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, that one there, we had to do it two times. We were supposed to, by the way, have some guests on today uh, or this last week. Um, well, one we could, we've been having a hard time matching up with, he's a, he's in, um, the UK and he's having a baby and we will get with him and yeah. And, and well that, and then we've had, we got busy too. And so I, I didn't do a real good job yeah. of coordinating it with him. Well, we will I mean, have him on. Some of you already know who this a is, lot of, but I'm a not lot giving of names out. A lot of life things have gotten in the way. He's got a lot right. going on on his plate, you know? Um, right. so, right. Under, completely, we'll under, one. completely understandable. He was more than willing this weekend, and I had that messed up. But, um, uh, and then we're also uh, working. I'm waiting to get hear back from another person who uh, we'd like to get on the show as well. And uh, we have just not been able to get a hold of each other communication wise. It's tough this time of year. We've been through this before. It's other the worst years. time of year um, to do. Yes. Yeah. People got shit going on with uh, with Christmas and everything else, and yeah, and that's no, completely I get it. It's a yeah, it's hundred percent understandable. So we'll have our guests on. Like I, I got a bunch of people that you haven't had or seen before. I know. Well, hey, and working them. We got a lot coming, uh, but also we need to get Stephen back on. Yeah. Well, back to your rocks. So the rocks, I did them. Uh, you had asked me if I wanted to get if I wanted to use your molds. And it's yeah. not a knock on the molds. 
at all. Yeah, I love them because I think they look amazing. They do. They're, I'm not knocking right. the molds at all. They're great. Okay. But you I, like making your own. I like taking a popsicle stick and just. First of all, I mix it so it's like that that perfect consistency. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of it's not like Play-Doh, but it's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like it gets to a certain point where you're like, all right, it's got to go now, right now. Yeah. And if you wait, well, they're all like that. Yeah. If you wait 15 seconds, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> but so so there's I was a little having that with some touch up spots and some. There's a little I bit of a, areas I carve myself. There's a little bit of an anxiety build up because you're like. <laughs> not yet, yeah. not yet, not yet, not yet. Now, right now, right now, it's gotta go on, <laughs> or else, yep. or else. And you gotta go, 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 go. And <laughs> right. you're carving. And you're trying to get, and then when you get it where you want it, then you go to you have to go carve it with you know, with a something sharper, and then it's like tougher, you know. Well, I like, I, I started. Hurry, so let hurry. me tell you about that. I'm, that's what I want to yeah. talk about. So I I first I put it on with um I got the big popsicle sticks, you know the kind they like a tongue depressor size. Mm-hmm. So I use that first to mix it and glop it on, just throw big old blobs of it down. And then I take a right. smaller popsicle stick and start to form the basic rock shapes out. Yeah. You know, your traditional normal popsicle stick, um, the right. ones that would have the jokes on them when you get the good humor ones. Uh, sure. And and then um, once it starts to become... You know, you know when you hit that point because it starts to get like crumbly and like you get these little like plaster balls where they yeah. like it, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It gets like it starts to get hard to move and it kind of crumbles. Yeah. Once it gets to that point, I walk away for like 15 minutes. And then I come back with a uh Zacto knife. Okay. And the Zacto knife with a new blade is just sharp enough to carve it through. And get those nice edges that you like, yeah. Without making that crumbling, you know. Right, right, right. And then I, I get, I work quick with the exacto knife, and then uh, create some faces and and sharp edges, and then that's it. I walk away, um, right. let it dry overnight, and then this time I came back, and sometimes I'll I'll just paint them gray. Yeah. Um, I've done them both ways, and they both turn out. In fact, it's hard to tell which ones I've done which way. But I'll paint them either paint them gray, and then come back with a sponge and uh, do all the highlights and everything. Dry, basically dry sponging it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time I put um, India ink wash down as a base. Oh. And yeah. then I put like four coat. I I would do it, let it dry for twenty minutes or so, come back, do it again. I did it four times, and yeah. um, now I'm gonna come back through with. Just some great lighter grays and and then a couple really dry rush really dry sponging some white highlights on the edges. Um, yeah. So I have the grays. It's always good to add just a touch. You have to very put white on. Slight touch of brown in there. Oh well, no, Not a well, lot, well no, my white. my thing I do with brown later before I put any dirt or um, scenery yeah. down. Uh huh. I I go back through with um where where is it? It's an AK product. Hang on. I have it right here. It's called uh, Track Rust. Oh, okay. And it's like that rusty iron color. Yeah. And in our area, you know, in Northeast and what we're modeling, iron is in the ground everywhere. Or right. most sure. places. So I just go through and I lightly brush that track rust. It's an irony rust color into the yeah. rock. Right. And, that, and then after that is when I go in and I sprinkle some dirt on the top 
flatter sections and then I put my scenery right, down right. and yada yada. But that that track rust from AK is uh is definitely a good color for what I think this area would show for like weathering and that dirt slash iron that iron oxidation look on some rocks. Right. Oh yeah. So, because this area, I mean, the Northeast is very, you know, it, it was an iron industry at one time and steel. So, you you get a lot of that, like, even it when you're... It depends in Pennsylvania where you go. The rocks are all different. Well, we mean... So, I have, you can mix it up in a lot of different ways. Well, we're not doing Pennsylvania, but even in the Northeast in general, you have a lot right, of... Right, right, You have a lot of ore deposit. Right, uh, and, obviously, yes. And, uh, the... And limestone. And limestone. So you get a lot of... And you get a lot of the, the white stuff in there. With yeah, the you get a lot there. of white oxidation on those limestones. Yeah. It's, you know, yep. it's just, you see it when you're driving around this area, especially when you're driving up, like, Route 15 northbound along the Susquehanna River. Yeah. You see that, like, it's a mix, though, because you see a lot of reds and browns, but then in between mm-hmm. there, you see a lot of that bright gray limestone rock face that has that white, yeah. it's like white chalky like yeah. uh, oxidation on it, which is I'm guessing yep. the limestone oxidizing or whatever you call it. Right, right. So when I went down south to uh, this summer to West Virginia, Harper's Ferry, and stayed down there for the there weekend. is rock face galore down there. Well, and that rock face on a lot of that, it's got it's got this these big heavy streaks of black in it. Wonder what that is. It's very interesting. Yeah. So I don't when know. when I was out in Utah. I learned something yeah. cool about geography and rock faces. Um, you saw the pictures I shared from my run in Utah, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, well, yeah. When I was in Utah, everything out there is red. All the rocks are red. Everything's red, right, brown, sure. reddish brown. But I was like, man, what are these big black streaks? And I learned that it is actually a. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get this wrong, and I'm sorry. We talked to the one National Park Service guide out there when we were. At Arches National Park. And mm-hmm. um, he said that is uh, – I want – I'm going to get it wrong, and I apologize. It's not an algae, but like a fungus or an algae on the rock. I think it's a fungus on the rock that it it grows on those rock faces, and you can actually tell the age of the exposed rock face by how black the 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 surface of it is. Oh, wow. And I mean, I'm talking, it takes tens of thousands of years for it to even be black versus like a little black is a couple, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not going to ever notice it. Right. Yeah. In my lifetime, you, you won't notice a difference, but, but you know, he will see a change. It was really cool to hear about that. It's like, I think it's a fungus that grows on those rocks and, and where we actually saw it was there's a, there's a, um, I mean, I got to look it up while I'm talking about it. There's a rock down there. Um, hang on. I'm going to look for it. Uh, rock art. Uh, rock art native. There's rock a native. I'm looking. I'm just doing a Google search to find the name of this thing. Petroglyphs. There's uh, a okay, petroglyph yeah. site down there near Moab, yeah. Utah. And it, this is really cool. Um, oh, it's called 
Ah, uh, what the heck's the name of it? What is it called? Well, I'm not sure. Anyways, I'll get there. I'll I'll circle back while I talk. The the Native Americans back in that time, um, they they painted all these these paintings in these rocks like thousands of years ago. <laughs> what? No, these big long pauses. So I know well, imagine it's everybody sitting there listening is going, Oh my god, Brett. <laughs> I'm 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 trying to figure out the name of this one. I can't find it. Either way. There's these old petroglyphs right. down right. there. And um I think it's called Story Rock. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I'm getting it wrong. But what was here was the really cool part of it though. There was all of these petroglyphs on this rock where they etched away at the the grow like the the fungal growth on yeah. the rock. And those they look clear like someone did them yesterday. Yeah. But they're like they're like five or six thousand years old. Isn't like, that crazy? They're old. And then you can see ones beneath it that have the algae growth or the fungal growth, I mean on them on top of it so you know those are like you know those are like you know six to ten thousand years old they're old yeah and and then what's even cooler is there's they call it graffiti but it's not graffiti from like even the last 200 uh, it's not even graffiti from the last hundred years i'll say it's graffiti from like the 1850s wow where, where people you know english settlers were going out west and they would yeah. find these old, you know, at that time, you know, 5,500 to six, seven, eight thousand year old petroglyphs. And they would etch their initials or their family names on t- over top of them. Wow. And those are 200, 150, 200 years old. Yeah. And those are like considered modern graffiti on these rocks. Long story short. <laughs> It's cool to look at the geography in the region that you're, um, that you're modeling, because like the the way that the the way that those rock faces would weather would be different. So our area, you get a lot of white limestone weathering, and you get a lot of uh, rust or iron deposits uh, uh-huh. in the rocks. But like you were saying, you know, down in Harpers Ferry, you get a lot of that limestoney black rock face yeah. or dark gray rock face with big white or black streaks yeah streaks on it but out west it's red rocks with black streaks and there were some there yeah. were even some white ro- red rock faces with white deposits on them so mm. it's just cool like and we, i think we talked about that with steven we've talked about that with jason we've talked about it with yeah. a few other people who model different regions of the country or the world yep. even that that you know, they, 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 while they're, I think Steven was the one that talked about this while you're driving through the Midwest, like just looking at the geography around you and making sure that you're, you're embodying that in what you build or, or make on your layout is huge. There's people that go out and they travel different areas and they collect different dirts from different areas. I have a Uh, rock for modeling. I think Joey Ricard is one of those people. Did I ever tell you about my rocks? I have. What? No. Maybe. Oh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if I told you what? this. So I'll start with the most recent. When I was out in Utah, okay. again, I'm doing a trail run. And uh, we when we got back to the campsite, so I did not take the rock from like anywhere 
sacred or special. But I, when we were back at the campsite, um, which is just like a modern day campground, they had all these red rocks laying all over the place. Like we have crushed limestone roads. Right. They had crushed these like crushed rock, but it was like red crushed rock for their, for their, for their gravel roads through the campsite. So cool. So I grabbed a couple of them while we were waiting outside (laughs) the cabin before we were going on our run. And I put them in Mm -hmm. my carry on bag and is that uh, legal? I was in a campsite on a crushed stone road. Oh, well, I thought you, 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 well, you were in national parks and stuff, so I didn't know if that was legal. No, 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 no. I, no, I, I grabbed okay. one from the, no, it was, Wait, no. you go, Dad, you're going to get me arrested. No, 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 no. I know. I'm it was, the, the campground had like a crushed gravel road. And okay. they were red. It was like a reddish rock. Yeah, because everything was like that. Outside of our cabin. Right. So I, I picked a couple little of those little rocks up and I brought them with me and uh, cool. and I'm gonna put them on somewhere within our layout just as like a token. But yeah. also, I when I was in Alabama uh, for my first hundred mile run, the town did I tell you about the town of Silicaga? No. All right, this is a this is a neat fact. The town of Silicaga, Alabama, they're most of their industry is, you know, some of those towns, some of these towns in America have an industry that is solely problem. based. What's that? Got a problem. What happened? I'm out of beer. Oh, no. Well, can I continue my story? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That, it's a red go alert. Ahead. Red alert. Anyways. Steinerbach tonight. But go ahead. That's a, We had that down in Oklahoma. I know, man. I like it. It's good. They, they're now selling it all over the place out here. So I picked it up. It's cheap, too. We have a friend so from Texas. It's, like, it's about the same price as Yingling Lager, and I like it. We have a friend that you know? is from Texas that we used to reenact with, and he was obsessed with Yingling when he would come up here. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, you can't get Yingling down where I live in Texas. Well, now they can, I believe. Well, they can yeah. now, but this was probably eight, eight nine years ago. Right, sure. And... uh and we were like, Yingling, like, why are you obsessed with Yingling? And he's like, everyone in the country knows about Yingling, but you can't get it outside of your northeast region. Yeah. So Shinerbach is the same way. He was saying down there, Shinerbach yeah. is the Yingling of that area. <clears throat> right, right. But now you can get Shinerbach up here. So when we were down in Oklahoma, my dad and I had a couple beers at a little, uh, I was like a little pizza joint, pizza burger. Louis, Louis Bar Louis and Grill. on Campus Corner. Yeah. Um, so we had a couple Shiner box and they were good. So now you have them up here, you can get a couple of them. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> anyways, back on track. My, yeah, on that note, I was at Texas Roadhouse <laughs> last week, right? And they got and Shiner box. my table, they have a wall sign, no. a beer sign that says Shiner, uh, it doesn't say Shiner box, it's Shiner beer. It's on the wall above my booth. And I, and I asked the waitress if they had Shiner. And she goes, no, we don't handle Shiner. Uh, okay. Well, you had three signs. Why in do you here. have the Shiner box? Room. Why do you have the Shiner yeah, sign? Signs say, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I guess because it's Texas Roadhouse. Whatever. I just thought it was, you know, stupid. Yeah, so, that's kind of silly. Go on. Anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mar- oh, Silicaga, Alabama. All right. Yeah. Here's a cool story for everyone. So. A lot of small towns south in the south, even up in our area. I mean, we have some other industries now, tech and healthcare and whatever in mm-hmm. this area. But, you know, 
middle of the 20th century and early 20th century, our area was big on steel. And steel ran a lot of industries in the Northeast and, and the, you know, the steel belt, whatever, rust belt, whatever you want to call it. Sure. So down in Sylacauga, Alabama, the industry down there, I mean, that town is, that town is tiny. They have, right. they have a mine, they have a strip mine down there where they can get this white marble, right? Right. It's white marble. And that marble that it's the same color marble that they use for a lot of the monuments in, that you see in D.C. or the national parks like Gettysburg or the battlefields where they put those big white monuments up. Yeah. And bef- before they found it down in that, in that region, you would have to get it from outside the area, outside the country. And do not quote me on this. I don't know where, I don't know where it came from outside of our country. I want to say, I want to say it was in Northern Africa or like the Italy region. I I forget. It's irrelevant. But they discovered this white marble vein down in Alabama. And the entire town of Sylacauga then became this source for a lot of the government buildings you see that are those big, bright, white marble buildings. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that that ran that town for years, and they still use it. They still mine it down there. And when I ran my 100-mile race, in my goodie bag for my race was a little tiny Ziploc bag with a piece of marble from the marble mines that they use to make these capital buildings and monuments and stuff you see all over the country in these national parks and fe- and federal and state districts. Yeah. And they gave us a little piece of that mar- white marble in a little Ziploc bag. It's probably one inch by one inch-ish stone. And uh, I, I, I've saved it for years, and it's down here in my little, little um, shelf of drawers to use eventually somewhere on the layout. So I think it's cool to like if you travel and and you can harvest or or obtain some kind of piece of that area that you were visiting to find a way to incorporate that in your in your layout as long as you're following, you know, laws and you're not taking like rock from something sacred. It'd be cool to like, you know, have a little piece of your travels with you on your layout. So, long story long story short, I have a piece of marble from the same mines that supply um, m- white marble, pure white marble, to all these companies and and state and federal agencies that build these magnificent monuments and and buildings and whatever with these mo- with these with that marble. So, mm-hmm. I've been saving it for a while. I don't know where to put it yet, but uh, but I'm gonna put it somewhere cool. And uh, long story short, that's my story on rocks. <laughs> so, but either way, it's cool when you travel to look at the geography. If if you're in a place that's not protected, like I was in a campground and I picked up a piece of crushed, you know, red grab like red red gravel from just the earth that was there at a campground. Um, right. And it, it was it was not like a a, a a state park or a federal park. Um, you know, it's it's down there. It's like crushed limestone up here. So, if you're able to find something cool that you can take, um, and even your your boss, he he gave us sand from Delaware. Like, 
No, so, no, it wasn't. It was from Outer Banks. Outer Banks, whatever. But it's cool to like you know pull scenery that's in great. from different areas. We have sand on our on our layout that's from you know North Carolina, South Carolina region. We right, have right. we have rocks that are from all over the country on our on our layout. Yeah. Um, it's kind of neat if you can squeeze these little things in from places you've been also in your layout. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, that, that long story short, uh, I made some rock, <laughs> I made some rocks into a little golly, and it looks cool and yada yada, and and it, it was a part of the layout that we were struggling with, trying to find a way to make it work, and I ended up surprised ripping a section out and putting a bunch of cool rock face in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I got. Well, I got a rant while you were talking about rocks. Yeah. While you were talking about rocks, I was digging through my box. It's like a fishing tackle box with the separators in it and stuff. Yeah. And I keep all like of my Plano prize. Box. Un- right. A Plano box. And it has one, two, three, four, five, 15 different compartments. In hey, it. that's another story and about Plano. It's filled what? The Plano story. Okay. Adam, I'm talking about that. Adam grew up in Plano, Texas. Oh, okay. And you know what the main industry in Plano, Texas is? No. Plano tackle boxes. Oh, is that right? Did you know that? Nope. Yeah, so Plano tackle boxes are made in Plano, Texas, majority, I guess. Right. And that is like the that's like a company town there. Huh. Well, anyhow. Sorry. So I'm digging through this box of all these unpainted prize or hundreds of them, okay? <laughs> um, different different uh, p- people and such, uh, prize or figures. And I bought them in packets. And I got some questions, uh, just something that it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, and I'm noticing it is a pattern here with prize or figures, which I love because they're great detail, Okay. And when you buy these master packs and they mix them up with all different kinds of posing people, everybody seems to be holding something up in the air, like way high. Like, this one guy is holding his arm up in the air for no freaking reason, and in the other hand, he has suitcases. This other guy has a hammer, a sledgehammer, and he's holding it way... (laughs) I can understand if he is hammering something, but he's holding it up above his head. Okay, which I don't see too many people swing hammers like that. I have another guy holding something that looks similar to a stick. It's not a rifle. And it's he's holding it way up high in the air. I have another guy who has a pair of binoculars, and he's holding the binoculars above his head. Why aren't they up to your freaking eyeballs? I, I, these are, these are uh, weird things I'm noticing. It's like a pattern here that I'm watching. The police officer holding his baton above his shoulders. Why has everybody got to have sit up so high? I have a guy that I was working on that has a cane up in the air. Oh, a shovel. Here's a guy holding a shovel in his air. Wouldn't you be digging with it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's guys, maybe, there are guys with shovels that are digging. Maybe, I've been, that. maybe I've been watching too much um, Sopranos, but holding a shovel in the air or a hammer in the air or a blunt object in the air might be a, a mafia thing or a mob thing we could tie in. Yeah, here's another guy with a... No, that's a shovel. But, okay, so anyhow... Why are you talking about that? Hang is, on, let me open my container and see if I have anyone holding anything while you talk. 
when these we were talking about all the uh, different European style figures in here, which is I'm all I'm fine with that. You know, we can uh, we can alter them and cut little things off and things like that, or you know, sand it and try and get you know the clothing. I've done that. You know, scrape things off the edge of a knife, try and get you know so they're so the police officers' jackets don't look like they're like their dresses. Uh, that's some of the European police officers I have here. And um, I don't know what kind of police officers they have over there. Here's but, a guy holding a broom in the air. Yeah. I go, oh, a broom in the air. I have a broom in the a air. Pickaxe in the, just, I have a pickaxe in the air. They're not getting much work done. They're pick, not getting much work done. Pickaxe in the air. I, I would have a problem as their supervisor. Cane so, in the air. The, the, other, the other thing is I noticed... Some, how many of these people are wearing lederhosen? <laughs> What's that all about? Why do they have to have them wearing lederhosen? If you're going to sell that shit in our country, in the United States, where we don't wear lederhosen... Make it the American version. Make it overhauls. Yeah, come on. And update some of these things. I feel like... Lo- I feel like... I feel like overhauls of the Im- people look like they're fly fishing, but I'm not sure if they're fly fishing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, I feel I like know. it's like they be sitting out in the stream with a. They're holding baskets in front of their waist, like they have a fanny pack or some shit. I don't understand it. I don't quite get this. Um, I don't quite. I don't quite understand the the, the selection on some of these. Some of these are going to be altered um, to fit our needs. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, like the like the police officers that are wearing the freaking German pith helmets. Did you get some of them? I have a couple of those. <laughs> What's with that, man? I'm gonna, I can't do that. I'm going to get – we're going to put pictures of them up there. We're going to get shut down by Facebook. I can't do that. I'm going to have to trim their heads. They're going to have to trim the helmets. Why do police – not all police officers wear freaking pith helmets. Why do? Why I have a whole. I have a whole. Um, I'm gonna paint them up like the right here. I have a whole thing. I have a whole thing here of. How do I do some of these people? I have a whole. I have a whole sprue here that I never cut off from Prizer, and they're all wearing yeah. berets. <laughs> I have another set. Another group here is all Hollywood movie people. And it's like they're filming something. They have cameras and they have a camera stand and all kinds of other cool things that you would use on a movie set. I have and a mermaid. Like, uh, where does that fit in? Where did I get a mermaid? Was that Mermaid's from Lynn? cool. Yeah, somebody sent us a mermaid. I think Lynn I think sent us a Lynn. mermaid. That's awesome, by the way. Um, yeah, there are some cool ones in here, don't get me wrong. But, and then some of these people look like Huckleberry Finn. I'm pretty sure I have an. A bomber pilot? Like I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, what? yeah. <laughs> Where do I get all these weird ones? I got police officers carrying this really strange-looking tool, tools and weapons. I don't know what they are. Yeah, we got a bunch of odd ones. And I here. guess some of these are supposed to be firemen, but I swear to God, they look like German soldiers. I also have the uh, the. What do, they, what do they have in the back of their neck? I also have the must. We can make them stormtroopers. I also have the must-have prizer figurines that are nude, and they have all the you know the bush and the uh, oh yeah yeah the whole deal there. So they're already pre-painted though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have them. I didn't paint them, but they're painted. (laughs) And and why do the women on these on these things look like they're all from the Wizard of Oz? (laughs) From the Wizard. 
They're like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz in these dresses. You know, or they're Well, I mean it's a forties it's a different time. They weren't wearing uh yes. they weren't wearing yes. little pencil skirts. You know, I get that. And, and I'm okay with that to a degree. But Yeah, I mean you wouldn't want uh you wouldn't want some of the modern day attire on some of these ladies as we are But then they mix them with the in these in these packets and they mix them with a lady wearing blue jeans and a and a halter top. Well, you know, she's I don't, a, I don't care. She's an industrial woman. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, more more of well, a down home. We're going to have fun with that. Yeah. We're going to have fun with that. We may be putting these into special bags and doing them as giveaways. Hey, you know what? I don't understand. Can't do them. I mean, I know why. Send them to our listeners. I understand. I understand Germany. why. But um, why? Why? Are you kidding me? I'm. I'm. We, do you know who just? It? Do you know who just won Best Punter of the Year? Oh. Guess the school the punter was from. And he wasn't from Oklahoma. No. Of course not. And he was the best punter. But who? I don't know. I don't know the, punters. I don't know the guy's name. He's already off the screen. That's how irrelevant it was. Then, then I don't give a the shit. The guy from Rutgers. Oh. The punter really? from Rutgers. I don't know. It's Rutgers? Weird. Yeah. Huh. Hey, whatever. They got to get something. They suck at everything <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> They're good at rowing, I think. Let's <laughs> uh, being in the Big Ten. Yeah. So anyhow, um, give, him a, give him a punter, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyways, why don't... So, Prizer makes... And I... Okay, I'm going to regret saying this. Prizer makes all the new ladies. But how comes <laughs> How comes what? you never see <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hate myself for saying this. Why don't Prizer make new dudes? And I'm not even looking for oh, new Oh. <laughs> no, but he, no, <laughs> Hear me out. Wait. <laughs> Hang on. It just hit. It was a thought that came into my brain. Oh my <laughs> but, but why are they, why why are they not like if there's a nude beach, you can't tell me there ain't a dude or two hanging around, and yeah, man, <laughs> like where's the respect for the guys? <laughs> I, I see where you're going there. Like, I see where you're going there. The the equity of yeah, you know you might as well make them endowed. The the right? the, the, the equity of. Nude prizer women compared to nude prizer men is it's just not there. Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't make sense. To me. <laughs> That's pretty sexist. That's pretty sexist. Uh, it's just I don't know why I was looking at the <laughs> I'm looking at my prizer <laughs> figures and I, I saw it and I'm like you know although I painted a guy one time. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the balcony. <laughs> He's peeing off the edge of the. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave him this junk? Oh my god. He, he, he was a he was holding a jackhammer. <laughs> and and we had a lot of beers that weekend. I don't even know why oh. I thought it was a good idea, but I I, I, I <laughs> I'm down there working he goes, Hey dad, come back to <laughs> He was in one end of the layout. I was in the other. I come down. I'm like, oh my god. You know, you know, I, it would happen. It, it's a, he's at a bar. There's a balcony on the bar, and you know, it, guys got to go. So, <laughs> my god, I got tears in my eyes. I forgot about that. 
Is well, he still on there? Yeah, he's still hanging off the back of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! I mean, I cut the jackhammer shorter. It's not a. It's not a full size jackhammer, but no, 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 God, that would be like. Uh... Yeah, that would be uh that would be too too bad. That would be horrible. No, yeah, yeah, that that's that's not good. That's not good. No. That's like no. something you find on a bad internet search. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Oh my god. Uh, oh boy. Well that took a turn for the worse. Yep. So yep. <laughs> um anyways. Oh man. Well, how do we end on I'm that? About out of, I'm about out of material. How do I finish? How do I? How do I top that? I don't. Don't man. That's that's about it, man. That's a that's a good way to go on a holiday season. Yeah, happy holidays, but, uh, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Ho ho ho. I I did have a uh, I did have an incident with my. Oh, my, you said you uh, had a gripe. I did. I just told you it was a surprise. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah yeah. But um, it was funny more than anything else, you know. Just, uh, just uh, an look where it, look where it led us. Right, it was an observance, and then of course, this. So I was working with the static grass applicator the other week. Oh yeah, talk and, about that. Um, and I went to turn it on, <laughs> and it wasn't. This was the Grassmaster. Uh, you pay one hundred fifty dollars for, and um, uh, the knock Grassmaster, and knock or knock or whatever, whatever they call it. And, um, anyhow, I went to turn, I went and had lunch, came back and turned it back on and no red light on it. I'm like, uh Oh, so maybe the battery was dead. Right. So I went to pop the battery out. I unscrewed the back and I took the battery out and there's a red wire hanging off the battery. I ain't no electrician. Okay. So, so you are a electrician. It's not connected to the battery terminal thing that hooks up that hooks up to the battery you just said, you know, hang, little, on, hang on, on hang a on, nine, hang on it's a nine volt battery hang on you just said double negative i ain't no right. which means you I are ain't no electrician so yeah okay so uh the red wire coming off of the nine volt battery connector thing that you just you put on top of the nine volt battery um it, it had disconnected from whatever it was it it it, it disconnected from the board that it attaches to inside the static grass applicator. So I take the screw out and I pull out the card thinking I slide the card back and I take the screw out and slide the card back to check out to see where it might go. Well, I had no clue where this fits. I have no clue on this board with all these. I don't, I don't even know what those things are. They're stuck all over the board. Um, but there's a hell of a lot of them because when I had this repaired, I was told this. Um, the, the transistors, they had all over the top of it, right? Yeah. And um, I guess that's what they're called. And uh, and then they had the thing wrapped in some kind of a cellophane to keep that all tight and protected, which is great, right? And as I pulled it back, there's another wire loose. I don't know how the hell this happened. I guess from when you shake the shit out of this after so much time, it just all came loose. On the end of that board, on the opposite end of that board, towards the cup end or the hopper end where you put the static grass, there's another loose black wire. That I don't even know where the hell that goes to in the, near the hopper. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So now I'm lost, right? So I called you or I talked to you about it, 
um, you suggested I take it to work for our like for our technicians at work, and I won't get into where I work or what I what where yeah, what they right. do. But these guys are good electronics. Absolute, probably some of the better ones in the world. And I took it to them, and they're geeky guys. They're not geeky guys. They're great guys. They're but they're they're into that. You know that's what they do. And uh, soon they I, got I excited when them, they were like, "Oh yeah, I want to look at that. I want to look at that right. static grass applicator." They knew what a static grass applicator <laughs> was. I had to show them a freaking YouTube video how it worked. They never see anything like that. They they like, "What the hell would you even use that shit for?" Is what they said to me, right? So I said, and then I ended up having to show my models and my, my dioramas, and then of course uh, other things that we've done static grass on. And they were then they were like, "Oh, that's really cool, right?" Yeah. They said, "What do you pay for this thing?" I said, "We paid about 150 bucks." <laughs> and they go, "They go, you could you could make one of those things from far, at Harbor Freight out of some scrap, for like six dollars." <laughs> and 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 they were not kidding, you know. And uh, he said, we might be able to make it right here at work for you, a brand new one. <laughs> and I was like, no. I said, no, no. Right? So anyways, they they start, they start, uh, they, and I said, can you fix this? Well, yeah. And they immediately <laughs> took, they ran over this electronic board where they do a, a, work, a work table. Yeah. And they tethered themselves down with it because they had to tether it. Yeah, they're grounding they're, themselves. They're, they're grounding themselves, Yeah. And they because God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, they got to ground themselves with a nine volt yeah. battery. <laughs> <laughs> I licked those things. <laughs> well, <laughs> so anyways, you ever well, lick a whatever. nine volt? Yes, I've done that. Right, yes. right, right. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say I've done it. <laughs> I'm guessing that most of our listeners out there, at some point from their childhood forward, they have tried that as well. Okay. So, anyways, I give it to these guys, and they had this whole thing. They soldered it and had it all fixed and everything. They figured out where each wire went. They were, like, hooking their their, their meters up to it and shit all over the thing, trying to, you know, figure this out and figure that out. And they were, like, debating why they would have put this, this little thing on the board and that little thing on the board. And that was a total waste. Why did they do that? It was funny to listen to them, right? And they go, we could make one that would be a million times better than this. And I'm like, oh my god! They said it would be great. It would like you could probably do your whole your whole thing in about three seconds. <laughs> my like, well, my house my house is glowing <laughs> yeah. and everyone's hair stands up. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were like really. It'll into be like it'll right? be like it'll be like the Christmas va- it'll be like Christmas vacation when Clark Griswold turns the lights on and the whole city turns dark. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, they got it all hooked up for me. They fixed all the wires in it, and um, they put they soldered them. And I said, I said, oh, okay, well, that's great. They they're, they're awesome at that. And then they said, uh, with this solder, I don't care what you do. This you could probably beat the thing <laughs> on the side of the table. He said, this solder is never coming off ever. And I was like, oh, that's great, you know. So they went so far as that they fixed it. And then they said, well, we got to test it. Do you have any of that grass stuff with you? I said, no. And I said, well, then reach down in the cup and touch that little button at the bottom, uh, that little metal thing sticking up at the bottom, which wasn't sticking up at the bottom in there before, by the way. So when you get it, warn yourself, when you reach in there, make sure it's turned off before you reach in there and touch I've that I've done metal. that with a 9-volt, I'm afraid now. Okay. So 
They said, reach down there and touch that thing. Well, I'm the dumbass. I reached down there and touched it with my finger, and it jolted me, and they're all fucking laughing, right? Oop, oop, I spoke again. So, but uh, they're all laughing at me because I did that. But it worked. Great, you know? Then they put um, in the battery compartment so it doesn't rattle around. And remember when we shook it, rattled like crazy? Yeah. It will not rattle again. They put foam in there, this thick, like, dense foam um, to put in there. It's like a, uh, I don't know what kind of foam that would be. Over, uh, like a high, um, like, you know. it's not like a styrofoam. A dual it's... density, dual density foam they put down inside right. to keep it from even moving. And uh, you can slide the battery out easily, but it won't move around in there. And then they put one on the back end of it, on the, the round cap that fits over the back like a flashlight. They put a piece of foam in there with two two-sided tape, uh, real strong two-sided tape, and then put the, another piece of foam in there that goes up against the top of the battery so it doesn't bounce back and forth that way either. Um, it's amazing. So it's in real good shape. Now, the cup, they had to remove the cup to put it on, and we tried to silicone uh, they put silicone around the edge of the cup and then, you know, to let it dry and see if that would, uh, you know, seal it like a rubber seal. Right. Does it look like that was there before? Well, it doesn't really do that too well. So what he did, it holds it tight. It holds it to a degree, but you could pull it out a little bit. So they recommended putting, uh, they took electrical tape and they wrapped a couple wraps of electrical tape around the, where the cup connects just to be sure, and it's not coming off. It does not move, spin, turn, nothing. It's good. So nice. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. You'll like it when you use it. So it's a. Uh, and they put a new grounding wire. The grounding wire was just kind of like a wire with frayed edges. It was underneath that screw that holds the 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 board into the into the inside of it. Yeah. Uh. It, and the grounding wire was connected to that screw that goes to the board. Uh, from the outside, it has an algorithm clip on the one end, you know. Yeah. Well, they took that wire, stripped it, put a a, connect, a round connector. I don't know what they're even they're called. A connector thing on it, so you put it under the screw, and then the screw goes in through the hole, and then down into the into the unit, and it holds. It. He said that's that's not coming off either. So awesome. Uh, they they put they fixed it all up for me. Then they got this brilliant idea that. They couldn't believe it knock charges $150 for them things. And so they were all in there devising ways they could they could make them themselves and sell them online. Oh, boy. You know? Look what you've There's done. versions of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> they said, I can't believe they're getting $150 for this. He said, we can make them for six and sell them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh, really? Yeah. So, and they were they were half serious about that because I ran into them a, a, a day or two later, and they came in to my office, and they're like, "You really?" And it, it must still be on their mind because they were like, "That's you really can get them. You could really buy. You really sell bought that thing for one hundred fifty dollars." I said, "Yeah." And they were looking at each other and they're like, "That's crazy. We got to do something." <laughs> you know, so I don't maybe, know what's going on there. Maybe we've you know? kickstarted a entirely new a uh, new business. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? That's know, not a North American. There needs to be a North American company that makes them things because uh, all the ones that are made around here seem to I be mean, made or sold around here seem to be made in Europe. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, don't get me wrong. the The cost of materials is one thing, but you also have to factor in the time and yeah, and you know you have to find a, a suitable housing for them and everything else. Well, right, right, right. I, I, no, I get that. I understand that. So I mean, it, it would, if we if I made one at Harbor Freight material with Harbor Freight materials, obviously 
It would cost me. I six. don't think. Uh, I don't think they were looking to buy to and make them out of Harbor Freight. They were just saying at the beginning. No, 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 no. You no, no. make this out of I'm Harbor just, Freight. Stuff. I'm just using it as an example. If, right, I, if right. I went to Lowe's and I found suitable amount of things to make, I would also yeah. then, if I was going to sell it privately, I would make. You know, my own custom handle and a custom housing for the static grass and everything else. Like, right. there's things that go into it as far as manufacturing that would increase the cost. Right, right. But, sure, to, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a difference between a prototype and, and like a, a sellable retail product. Well, uh, no, I, I, without a doubt. I could probably, those guys in particular are very well aware of that. Honestly, I could probably yeah. dissect it on my own and make one out of some metal pipe and PVC. Right. But right. would I want to sell that online? No, I'd be embarrassed because it looked like I did it in my my little basement here. No, and I'm I'm sure they're aware of that and they're thinking that same yeah. thing. You yeah, know? they know that. And that's with any product. But, when you start to dissect yeah. what goes into it, you're like, oh, that's really not that much. But then you got to look yeah. at all the time and effort involved in something like that. Well, I don't think it, putting it I mean, shit. shit wouldn't be that time. The first one did that. That was done in like five or eight minutes. The first, they, were done, they were done. The first one we made. Three guys on. The first one that we bought, not made. The first one we bought was uh, was basically a one of those electric fly swatters with a different with a strainer basket on the end. That you'd yeah, buy. I it. bought that from some guy here in the United States. Some guy USA Flock or something like that. Yeah, he just made USA one. USA Flock or he, something. He like that. He bought one of those uh, electronics. I, I used it in the mean in the meanwhile while thank, they were. Thank know, while we were waiting to get that fixed. Thank God we had that as a backup because it saved you. Yeah, it saved me a couple of days' work because I I didn't get that to them a couple till a couple of days later. I so will in say, the meantime, that one is this. that one's not as strong and it's not as it's not it, the 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 the, uh, the grass lays down the, a little more with the that. The quality of the grass when it it put, is put on that da- yeah. put down on the right um, right on the layout is not as yeah. nice. You don't get the same. You don't get the same stand up on it now. No. But I mean, it's also made out of a fly swatter. Yeah, and a, and a and a and a freaking strainer, you know. <laughs> right. It's an electric fly swatter and a strainer. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It says it. Where the hell is that son of a bitch? <laughs> I got it right here. Let me make sure I don't shot myself on. On the side of it, it says mosquito trap. Did you ever notice that? Yeah, I saw it. It says mosquito trap. Yeah, it's one of them. One of them fly swatters you buy at the Cracker Barrel. Um, yeah, exactly. That you can either hit bugs with or you can zap your family members with it when they're not expecting. <laughs> I got a neighbor that did that. What? So, uh... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no, no, you can't leave that out there. What happened? Uh, we won't say. Yeah, no, no, you know about the neighbor <laughs> that used the electric fly swatter on their... On your uh, <laughs> child and got arrested. Never for mind. It. Never mind. I already okay. know. <laughs> so yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. It's not no, funny. They got arrested. They got arrested by rights. They got arrested. Thank God, they got arrested. So anyhow, enough of that story. But they didn't get arrested for that. <laughs> well, yes, they did. Well, no, but they got arrested after that for something else. For something else. Oh yeah, that was a different story. <laughs> That's a whole different story. They're, 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 they're gone. That guy's gone. <sighs> Thank God. He's out, he doesn't live here anymore in this neighborhood. But, uh, yeah. That was an episode. So we're not going there with any of that. <laughs> all, yeah. I'll say, but, the, all, I'll, all I'll say about that is that was an episode of Cops Waiting to Happen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, everybody's got one of those goofy, fucked up hey, neighbors in their neighborhood. Man, so dude, that is three F-bombs for you today. Yeah, well, we get over it. It's, it's hey, holidays. So, <laughs> hey, when it's the season. 
I'll tell you one funny story about neighbors. Um, whenever I got home tonight, I'm walking up my steps to my front door. And I don't know why I looked over there, but off to the right-hand side of my house when you're walking in the front door is like a patch of woods. And I'm like, what is that? There's an orange light over there. Like, what the heck's that orange light? And I stopped, and I'm looking over there for a while, and it's like flickering like a fire. And I was like, what the hell is going on over there? It's just a... Br- so the, the, the farmer... Our, our our house, our property, two two borders of my prop. Well, actually, three borders of my property are surrounded by a farmer. Yeah. And uh, the the two of them are farm fields. It's like pastures. The other side, the third side, is like a brushy patch. You know what I'm talking about across the street. Yeah, I know where you live. And uh, I look over there. I'm like, that looks like a. <laughs> I was like, that looks like a fire. Oh wow! So that's weird, but it wasn't big. It was like a campfire size, like a small yeah, yeah. campfire. And I'm like, that's strange. Is this like, down near where the where the beehives used to be? And uh, more more up towards. Remember where my mailbox used to be? Okay, up that way. Before I moved it to down at my driveway entrance, yep, we had yep, that yep. shared mailbox. Okay, gotcha. I know what you mean. So it was up like near there, like up. There's a little hill, and it was right there. Okay. And I was like, what is that? Is there a fire in there? Like what? What is going on? And it's like it's dark. Like there's no reason to have a fire in there right now. <laughs> so I'm standing on my front porch, like looking at it for like ten minutes, trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm even, I got to the point where I'm like yelling. I walk down to the edge of my property and I'm like, "Hey, hey!" I'm yelling into the woods, "Hey!" Thinking there's someone down there. And I'm like, well, I'm not just going to walk into his property because he's got hunters in there and he's got people in there. You know, he sh- it's a shared it's a shared access. So he owns it, but he gives rights to other people to go in there. Right, right. So I, shot. So I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I walk back up. I walk back down in the driveway, get in the car, and I drive up to my neighbor's, who's a farmer, and he's outside doing whatever, getting feed for his cattle. Yeah, doing whatever farmers do. Well, he was pulling huge feed bags out, and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, there's a there's a fire in your uh, in your brush field. over there, not in the field, in, in that brushy marsh area." Okay, okay, I got you. I was like, "There's a yeah. fire over there," and he's like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Yeah." It's your Amish neighbor. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, okay. really?" <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I didn't let anyone in there today." So uh, I was like, well, hey, if you don't mind, I'm going to walk in with my my uh, flat, my flat headlamp, and um, I'm just going to go yeah. check it out, see what's going on. I was like, I'd hate – I said, I, the only reason I came up here is I'd hate for it to be a brush fire because something happened. You know, someone someone flicks a cigarette butt or something in there and starts a brush fire. So I, I he's like, yeah, man, go ahead in there. He's like, if it's anything weird that, like, this is going on, let me know. I'll come down and I'll deal with it with you. So I start walking in, and I'm first of all now I'm on edge because I'm like maybe there's like someone camping in this brushy area that's not supposed to be back there, like a home, you know a homeless person or whatever, yeah, some vagrants. True. And I'm like, what's going on? So I I creep back in, in there without my headlamp. I'm just I'm focusing on that that light that with looked, your neighbor. No, by myself. Oh, 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 he didn't want anything to do with it unless it looked suspicious. <laughs> Which, if there's a fire in there, it should be suspicious, anyways. That's pretty suspicious to me on my property. I know. So I, he was like, "Oh, check it out. And if it's weird, let me know." And I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'll go. I'll go look." 
So I'm like, it's across the street from my house, so I'm going to go check it out. Right. Right. So I'm I'm walking back. They have a little trail cut in there, and his kids use it. So I'm walking back the trail real gingerly. I left my headlamp off so that way no one could, like, if there was someone back there, they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't see me. I was level off on you. And it yeah. rained it rained yesterday. So and today a little bit. So it it's I can creep back through those leaves without making any noise. Okay. So I'm creeping back there and 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 my the tension's building cuz like I can you know when you can hear your heartbeat cuz you're like anxious. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to walk up on and I'm like, "Oh man, what's going on?" Like I got to deal with it cuz my kids are coming home soon, my wife's coming home soon. I don't want them dealing with if there's someone back here. So I'm walking back, and I, and then I see it. I'm like, that looks like a fire. It's a fire. So I, I just in the dark. My headlamp's not on yet. In the dark, I went, hey, hey, and I'm like yelling back in towards it. Hey, what's going on back there? No answer. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's like a homeless person camped up in there. So I keep walking slowly towards it, and I get closer. I see it. I'm like, it's definitely looking like a fire. Like a little mini campfire, like big enough for them to keep warm, but not 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 big enough to be noticed very well. Okay. So I'm creeping back and I'm creeping back, and, <laughs> and then I see there's no one around. Like I can tell there's no one around because I stood still for like a minute or two. I didn't see anything moving. I didn't hear anything moving. And uh, so I pop my headlamp on and I shine it right at what would be that area. And I'm like, okay, well, there's no one around here. And I creep towards it closer and closer. And here, you know what it is? <laughs> his kids no, must. No, please. His kids must have snuck back there. And you know those like solar lamps that you <laughs> that look like a you know the remember that lamp I had in my lamp post last Christmas that looked like a flame. Yeah, it's a solar stick in the ground lamp that looks like one of those flames. <laughs> it's like a. What the hell do you stick it back here for? His kids have like a little, like hangout area fort. that they built, like a fort back there. Yeah. And they yeah. must have uh, somehow they obtained one of these <laughs> solar. They stole it from their parents out of their yard. I, there's none of them up in their yard. I don't know where they got it, but they stuck uh, one of these solar firelights in the ground. Are these the Amish kids? Yeah. Are they, are they Amish kids? Mennonite, oh. but they're pretty much Amish. Okay, Mennonite. Okay. And they stuck one in the ground in their little <laughs> fort. And I'm like, what? Jesus, it's this little... There's like a bunch of flowers around it, like fake flowers yeah. and a welcome sign. And it's like hand paint. You can tell they hand painted it. And like, it's a really cute looking because he's got like 12 girls. So it right, must be right. like their, their little They're hangout. Ass. But it's our yeah. fort. And I'm like... Son of a gun. I got all freaked out walking back here. I went up and disturbed a neighbor from his feeding his cattle thinking there's a fire down here. And I got all worked up thinking there's like a vagrant living across the street from my house. <laughs> and it's these girls fort that there's a little fire across the street. They, it, 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 it charged from the sun and did that. They didn't even plan it that way. It's not like they left a light on. Right. Little exactly. Right. And I'm like, and I'm freaked out thinking I'm going to have to deal with someone living across the street in the woods from my house. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if I see if I see anything moving, I'm gonna sprint out of these woods like a madman. And then here it's this little girl's fort back there. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so anyways, that was the story of the evening. That was like a half an hour before we got on the podcast tonight. Oh my god! So I just had I, that's I don't, a funny stuff. That's I don't know how we stuff. even got on that topic, but uh, oh, your neighbors. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> that was my fright of the night before uh, I got on the show tonight. My ex neighbor. 
your ex neighbor. Right. Yeah. But either way, it was funny because now I built myself up this whole evening about like, oh man, if I got to deal with someone living in the woods 50 yards from my house, I'm going to be in some yeah. trouble. Uh, and then I'm thinking, here, I'm by myself because the girls are at gymnastics. And I'm like, what if something happens to me in the brush? Because there's a dude chilling in the woods every year. Like, who knows? <laughs> and I'm walking in like, oh uh, well, you got, but you got to deal with that. Yeah. Like, if something's oh, yeah. happening there, you got to go deal with it, especially that close to your house. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. And and state cops aren't coming in, in for another 45 minutes to no, my place. They're not, they're not going to be a while, yeah. Anyways, I just thought that was my that was my funny fright of the night. So that's some funny that's some funny stuff. <laughs> it's funnier because I was walking through the woods all like skeptical, and then in the dark I'm yeah, yelling. You were, see, you were thinking, you were wondering if you had to run back to your house and get a gun. I was ready to sprint out of there like my life was on the yeah. line, and I'm here here I'm in the woods across the street from my house, and there's no one around me, and I'm yelling, "Hey!" off into the distance, like, like "Hey, <laughs> hey!" like. If there's someone over there, and here it's just me yelling at myself in the woods. <laughs> so hopefully my neighbor has a trail cam up in there, and he caught it. That'd be the funnier part. So, oh yeah. Anyways, well, that's that was, a funny story. Yeah, that was my. That, hey, you never know what you're gonna run into living out in the middle of nowhere. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> so. Anyways. Well, I think that's about a wrap for us, man. Yeah, I think that's good. So, oh, you know what? I got one more story. About living rural. Okay. You want to? You want to hear it? Sure. I think I told you around Thanksgiving. Um. Did you ever? Did I tell you about the car break-in? Car break-in. And then the stat, whatever. There was like a bunch of cops out nearby my house. No. So like two nights or so before Thanksgiving, we got home. I forget where we went that night. We went out to eat with the girls, and we took them. I think we took them to Red Robin. You know what? It was Audrey's birthday, and we took her to Build a Bear and Red Robin, and we did the whole. She could choose what she did for the night. Yada yada. I remember when you took them there. Yeah. Yeah. We got home that night, and uh, around I don't know, it was probably nine o'clock or so, ten o'clock. Yeah. We get a text from our neighbor up the street. Kristen got a text. She went to school with this girl. Um, lives up the street from us, and she goes, "Hey, just a heads up. Um, someone broke into my car and tried to steal it. And then we caught, like, we threw the lights on, and they ran off. Um, just let me let you letting you know, there's someone like running around in the in the area, like breaking into cars. Right. And I was like, uh, okay, like that's that's not normal for our area. No, definitely not." Um, especially with the gun population in our area. So I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to... a bright move. Yeah, I'm going to go... I said, you know what, Kristen, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to go unlock the my one hunting rifle. I'm going to go unlock it. I'm going to... I'm not going to, like... There's not going to be anything in the chamber, but I'm going to have it ready. Because you never know. Like, that's some weird stuff around our area. That's that's right. not common. So, no, and it was only... Not. It was two houses... And it was two houses down from us. So I'm like, you know, right. I'm just going to be safe. So I, I and I put it in an area that's safe from the house. No, the girls aren't going to get at it. You know, I was responsible. Yeah. So, anyways, after I did that, Kristen goes, "You know what? Um, I think I left my purse in the car in the in the Jeep." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, was well, it locked?" She goes, "Well, no, I don't ever lock it." I'm like, "Well, really? <laughs> why oh. would you leave your purse in the Jeep?" 
even even out there, I would definitely. Lock. I know, and she does now. Anyways, I had a whole talk. She she locks it now. But anyways, yeah. so uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, um, I'm gonna go out and make sure it's locked. So I'm like creeping down the steps, and as I'm creeping down the steps, four state troopers and an ambulance drove by my house, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, out there in the dark. My, there's, you know, it's a rural, very rural area, and uh, the cops are never there. And on a coincidental night like that, I'm like, oh great, something's going down. Yeah. So, anyways, I go out. I can't find her. First of all, I can't find her Jeep key. And I'm like, so where? I go out there. Her car's unlocked. I'm like, where's your Jeep key? Well, I don't know. I took it off my key ring so I could do whatever, whatever she was doing that was, whatever right, she had right. to take it off for. And I'm like, okay, well, there's another problem. There's a guy walking around breaking in the cars, and your Jeep key's missing. <laughs> so, like, what the hell is going on? Now I got to find this Jeep key in the dark in her Jeep in the middle of my driveway in the dark when there's a guy out there breaking in the cars. And then while I'm looking in there, two more ambulances drive by. Another state trooper must have been driven down my road about 80 miles an hour. And I'm like, they're three houses down from me. Right. So, uh... Long story short, apparently that guy had ran to another house and broken in some either the house or the car or whatever, and he found out to not do that in my area and caught the uh, he caught whatever short end of of uh, of uh, whatever you call it um, instant karma instant karma from oh, breaking oh. into breaking into houses or cars that are in a rural area. Did he get shot? Listen, I don't know what happened. I could not find a po- I could not find a police report, but like 20 minutes after that girl texted us, yeah. There was three ambulances and like six state troopers and they had every spotlight oh, on that house. And I'm out there in my driveway in my in my gym shorts and basically my pajamas digging around in her car <laughs> looking for her stuff because I don't want them to break into this car while that's happening and apparently that right. all happened that must have all went down in the time I was out there digging around in her car look oh, in an unlocked car great. with a person it and like that's a crazy they were stuff. there for like three hours I don't know what happened they had every light on in the that place was lit up like like uh, Times Square on New York in on New Year's Eve I mean yeah. It was uh, oh my God. something something went down, and I'm out there in my gym shorts and uh, my my undershirt. It's like Christmas vacation when all the cops came. Yeah, and they were in the right? yeah. It was exactly like that. Three houses down from me. Oh my God, that's some crazy shit. So that that's like a once oh. in a ten year thing out my way, but but. To be out there in just like your gym shorts and a undershirt while that's all blown by your house is kind of like. Surreal. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, without doubt. <laughs> anyways, that was my funny uh, once in a decade oh, excitement here. I've been here for ten years, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that was the most exciting thing that ever happened in my neighborhood. Oh boy. So, all anyways, right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode. And, Sorry for the um, crazy ramblings at the we end. We got there. Christmas coming, so we may try and do something before the holiday. Oh, we got uh, time. One last time. And if we can, um, uh, if I can arrange it with the one guest, I will. Well, hey, um, actually, we'll you know what? If not, what we'll do is, yeah. What's 14 what? plus 8? 20, 20, it's 22. 2, yeah. 22. So, um, so we could do it. 
We can do it. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely, Give him a Christmas special. We'll definitely get a Christmas special in here. Let's do a Christmas special. We'll bring food for ourselves. Ooh. You don't want to hear me eat. Uh, It'll be like, you know. and stuff. You ever seen those ASMR videos where people are on the microphones like. Yeah, like making, yeah, well, we don't have to do it like that. No, no, let's we do it. Let's eat right in the microphone. microphone. If I pull my head away a foot or two, <laughs> okay, I, I can eat and you'll never hear it, you know? Yeah. So, but. Yeah, let's 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 do something. We'll do a Christmas special. I'll eat my favorite. Yeah. Um, I'll eat my favorite ring bologna with the cheese that's stuck in the middle of it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'll have. I'll. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to eat it in spirit with you because I don't have any of that. Well, you can get your own. But um, I don't know where you buy it. Get it at a white store. Oh, okay. Or the giant. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Anyways, I don't see giant. Giant doesn't have ring bologna with cheese in it. You know what I'm talking about? It's the bologna, and it's got the the orange cheddar cheese stuffed in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The straight one. The, uh, yeah, that's the Weavers. The Not weavers. ring bologna. Gotcha. It's the Weavers. It's a yeah. straight like okay. a bologna yeah, log. Right, right. Gotcha. <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's like a smoked bologna with cheese in it. Right. It's sure. awesome. I'm Anyways, yeah. So let's do. Uh, we'll do. We'll definitely do a Christmas episode. Um. Actually, I got that. Remember that Lionel train I was telling you about that I got from our friends that moved for, to Virginia? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, my goal here, and then we got the Christmas tree up, is to set it up under the tree because it's a traditional, like old school. It must be four years old. Four yeah. years old. I'm gonna put it up under the tree and do a little Lionel tree underneath. A, a little Lionel train underneath the tree. So four years old isn't that old? I was 16, 18. Okay. Well, I don't mean like. It's 40 years young. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. It's, but I meant like it's more of a – it's not like the – You ever have you seen those Lionel trains that they sell in the store now? Yeah. Like it, you see them at Walmart oh, or yeah. whatever. They're they're cheap shit. Like, yeah, they are. The, yeah. I'm, not that Lionel is cheap now, but I feel no. like there's two lines of Lionel. There's like the retail yeah. Lionel that are right. kind of chintzy, and then there's a the traditional right. Lionel, which are still good. Like they're still the right. metal bodies and whatever, yeah. But like the this is not that. This is when Lionel would sell like the eight car set with an engine or a six car set with an engine and like an oval track right. and the old yeah. school transistor that you would use to control the speed and you're not sure if you're gonna get electrocuted or not. That it's that <laughs> one. It's that it's a three rail track. Well, make sure it's electron electrically safe. Oh yeah, no, I'll be fine. And you know what? If it isn't, my kids and my dog will learn the hard way. So, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's the kind where you drop the steam in it, and I have the. Yeah, they gave me extra. Cool. They gave me extra steam for it. It came with it. So I'm gonna set that up underneath the tree, and uh, the you girl. You can make steam with water. Yeah, I know, but this one came with it. I didn't know what steam was. I knew you can make steam. You know what it is? I, hey, they gave me steam. It's water in a steam container. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what it is. I'm teasing. But either way, okay. it's it's yeah. a cool little setup. Um, I'm definitely going to put it underneath the tree. The girls will get a, like I said, the girls will get a kick out of it. So um, anyways. All right. I think that's a wrap for the night. That went longer than I expected it to. So um, yeah, and I think we definitely, you know, did not come in with a porpoise for this episode, but we definitely ended <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that might have been the highlight. That might have been the best non-railroading segment of the year. 
<laughs> that was funny. That was funny. So, all right, man. Uh, Let's wrap this one right, up. Man. We will see you guys yeah, I, in a couple weeks. And if yeah. uh, if we don't hear from you, if we don't hear from you before then, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But I'm sure yes, you'll hear from Merry us Christmas. before that. We'll we'll do one. Yep. All right. Later. Peace.